0: I know I've mentioned before that I went to St. Louis University, which we affectionately referred to as SLU, Um, and at the time, I was in a fraternity there, and we had an event every year called the Slooper Bowl. That's a wonderful play on words, and what the Slooper Bowl was, was a sorority football tournament. Now, it was a clever, constructed thing for us to meet girls, and... When you think about it, I did, I met a lot of girls. In fact, things didn't quite work out the way I expected. Later on uh, from my team, I had the wedding for our running back, so it was kind of exciting. You don't expect to be the priest at the wedding of one of the sorority football players you know, later on, but that's the way it worked out, it was great. But it was an interesting time, and I bring this up because I'm not the athlete in my family, that's my brother Rob, he's the star soccer player, the coach. But the Super Bowl was the one time in my life that I've actually coached something and I learned a couple of valuable lessons. And I remember, you know, I was paired up with a couple other guys that knew a whole lot more about football than I did. And you know, we had a couple of practices and they put together what I thought were incredible plays. Like I'm thinking We're unstoppable. Like, we did a couple of practices, I don't know, like two, and I'm sure you can kind of see where this is going, right? Like, we do these practices, I think the plays are amazing, and I started to get kind of braggadocious. It's like, there's no way we're gonna lose. And I'm kind of like talking all this up and putting everybody off. You know, it's like, I mean, we're just gonna beat everybody. I don't think we scored a single point. Like once we actually got out there and everything was tested and kind of, you know, put to it as we play against the other teams, yeah, we were destroyed. And I just remember like it didn't make any sense to me. It's like, well, everything is all laid out. Why is this so difficult? And the reason why I bring that up, I mean, it's funny, I hadn't thought about the Super Bowl for like 20 years until yesterday I was praying and really meditating on this opening line of the gospel today. The spirit drove Jesus out into the desert. And if you look at the citation, I mean this is uh, Gospel of Mark chapter 1 verse 12. I mean we're still right early on in the Gospel of Mark. Well, if you just rewind by a couple of verses, it's the baptism where Jesus goes, you know, John baptizes him in the Jordan, he comes up from the water, the heavens are torn open, the heavenly Father says from on high, "You are my beloved son." in whom I am well pleased. And the Spirit descends on him in the form of a dove. It's incredible. It's a theophany. It's this revelation of the Holy Trinity. But then Mark tells us immediately the Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert. So you get this awesome vision of the heavenly reality of the Holy Trinity. And immediately Jesus goes to work. Immediately he goes to face the enemy. It's not as though he gets to just kind of like sit back and bask in like unproven glory, right? And I know that's what I was tempted to as a coach. It's like, we're just amazing. And it hadn't been tested at all at that point. And you look at ourselves, right? I think sometimes, especially as we get into Lent, it's like, why is this so hard? Like I thought if I'm following Jesus Christ, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. This is supposed to be easy. To be fair, it doesn't say that anywhere, right? It's not as though, hey, be Catholic and life's going to be simple. It doesn't work that way, right? And our Lord shows us that from the very beginning. After the baptism, the Spirit drives him into the desert. Immediately, he's going out and being put to the test. Immediately, he is going to face Satan. He's going into the depths of our fallen reality. The fact of the matter is, we're not already in heaven and all that we do here, it's not a magic trick. It's not as though he does things and it's all finished. He goes to face the devil head on. And as we get this you know, reflection in Mark, of course, it's, it's the most brief recounting of the temptation. Just He remained in the desert for 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was among the wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. Now we know in, in Matthew and Luke, we get much greater detail about the different temptations. But I think even looking at the fact that he is tempted, that he does go through this period of trial. And as we sit in a church surrounded by the 14 stations of the cross, we know that that's not going to be the end of the trials and the temptations, that he's going to continue to face Satan down until he dies for us on the cross. And as St. Peter tells us, goes to preach to the spirits in prison. But as we know, he rises from the dead. And so in the midst of this season, it's as though the Spirit is driving us out. I mean, we have been baptized. It's a glorious thing. But as I like to remind families and the little guys as I baptize them on Saturday mornings, you know, that baptism is not a mere removal of dirt from the body. I always like asking the brothers and sisters, you know, what color is the little guy wearing? White. Now, wait a second. Is white, does that mean he's dirty? Or does that mean he's clean? He's clean. I'm like, well, then why am I dumping water on his head? You know, like it doesn't make any sense, right? But we do that because what? It's for the clean conscience. But once our Lord has given us those gifts in baptism, right? It's like he's setting us up as soldiers to go to war, to go out there to war against the devil and his fallen angels, to war against this fallen reality. And that's not always going to be easy. And our Lord shows us that from the very beginning. So I'd say in these early days of Lent, it's good to kind of like shed ourselves of the idea that, wait a second, I'm being a faithful Catholic. This is supposed to be easy. It just doesn't say that. And our Lord didn't baptize us to just sort of like put us on a shelf and shine us up, right? Okay, it's another corny illusion. But I think about, uh, what's his name? Uh... Cameron's father's car and Ferris Bueller's day off, right? Yeah, I'm digging deep. We're going for a deep track there. But it's sitting there. It's shiny. It's never used. What's the point, right? Our Lord doesn't want us to be like that. He doesn't just shine us up in baptism to put us on a shelf. He wants us to be saints. He wants us to go out there and do combat with the devil. And combat's not an easy thing. But just like he had the angels who ministered to him in the wilderness, we have guardian angels. And the beautiful thing is, as we hear from St. Peter here, that you know, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven, is at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers subject to him. He's won the war. He's risen. He's in heaven. And he gives us everything that we need. But remember, he doesn't just give it to us you know, to just sit up there and be pretty to get out there and to fight against the devil and his angels. And we ask that he rebukes him. We humbly pray as we'll pray in the St. Michael prayer at the end of the mass. So my friends, as we get into this, you know, we're finally kind of getting into the meat of Lent. I think those first couple of days are tough. For those of us who pray the liturgy of the hours or come to daily mass, it's interesting because it's like this last Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you don't even get to say yet the first week of Lent. It's Friday after Ash Wednesday. It's like we've started, we haven't really started yet. Okay, now we have. And this time of year is not an easy time. And we recognize our weaknesses. We recognize as we're put to the test, okay, I don't get to be braggadocious, right? I don't get to just say, oh, amazing because I'm doing this stuff. It's hard. And it's hard to go against the fallen world. It's hard to go into spiritual battle. But the good news for us is our Lord has not abandoned us. The good news for us is he wants us to be saints, and he's going to give us everything that we need to participate in that battle. The important thing is we keep coming to him, that we recognize as we enter into the wilderness of the 40 days of Lent that we're not reliant on ourselves. We're not reliant on our mere plans. We're reliant on the love of God which we see facing down Satan in the wilderness, which we see him facing down Satan in the 14 stations of the cross around us, which we are preparing to celebrate the fact that he is victorious as we prepare to renew our baptismal promises at Easter to remember that he didn't baptize us to merely look pretty, to merely wipe away dirt. He baptizes us to bring us into his body, to make us soldiers for Christ, to fight against the evil in this world. And although that may not be easy, it is glorious. And our King, our Lord, who has that great glory, as we sang right before the gospel, is with us. So even though it's not easy, continue on in the battle. Continue to know that our Lord is there with us, that we may be forever with him one day in heaven. Praise be Jesus Christ.